Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for busy parents building profitable businesses. If we haven't met yet, I'm Meg Brunson, and we are about to simplify business and marketing strategies because balance was never about spending equal time between your business and your family. Nope, you want to spend previously unimagined amounts of time making memories with your kids. And the only way that's going to happen is if we get your marketing under control. I want to take a minute to acknowledge that Black Lives Matter, that love is love, and that inclusivity is essential for success. So I welcome all colors, genders, and cultures to join us for today's episode. Today's guest makes it easy to write the book that your business needs. Through her signature process, she channels the perfect book to give your clients great value, attract potential clients, and build your brand as a leader in the market. A book is the new business card, and she wants to make sure that your business has one. She's a ghostwriter for business owners, coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs. I'm excited to introduce you to Allegra Lowenstein. Allegra, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here and I love talking about books. Me too. I'm excited that you're here. Uh, I wrote a children's book in the past, but I am excited to learn a little bit more about publishing what I call a big girl book. <laughs> not necessarily like, yeah, well, a ba- like, like a not for children book, but just a grown up book. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, the children's book sounds exciting too. It's uh, not, I, I have a coloring book for kids, but I don't have any, any um, written books. So um, yeah, you'll have to, we'll have to get on the phone another time. You can tell me about that process, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'm a big believer that a book is um, never going out of style and no matter how many other mediums that there are, a book still has a really um powerful impact and it is a really a cue and a sign of your expertise as a business owner to have a book with your name on it and and sharing your wisdom because everyone every person is unique every business is unique and a book can be a way to really share an inside scoop into that and it's really intimate right because when you have someone reading your book you're really um it's just you and them and a podcast and all that can be too but Sometimes you're doing that. I don't know. It has a different vibe. The book is like, here you are all cozied up and it's just, just the two of you. <laughs> and it's physical, like something you can hold. I'm all about the paper books. I know, um, again, every business kind of runs it differently. And a lot of people do focus on the ebook and there's a lot of potential in that. And a lot of people going in that direction as they're reading. But um, I, I'm a, I'm a big, as, I, as you can see here, I'm a big believer in the physical books as I have my stack here of all of my, all of my books that I've written, <laughs> my That's growing awesome. stack. And those aren't even my clients' books. Those are just my books. <laughs> so, well, tell me a little bit about, I love how you mentioned that the book is the new business card. Tell me, like, what does, what role does a book play 
and the the marketing of your business and why is it something that we should consider? Yeah, so for my business, obviously, as a writer, the fact that I write my own books as well as my client books, it's it's sort of the number one. It's almost like my own testimonial for myself, right? I mean, I can give a potential client a choice and be like, here are all these books. I can't always disclose my client books. Sometimes they're under confidentiality, but some of them are disclosed. So I can, those are in the stack too. And I just say, Hey, what I usually do is I actually try to give them a book that kind of fits with what they're trying to do. Um, and you know, I might give them a physical book. I might send them an ebook. It, it doesn't really matter. Most of my clients don't actually read my books <laughs> because they're busy. Most people hire a ghostwriter because they're busy. So I, I specifically use my books as really my own marketing plan. Well, to be honest, I kind of have two tracks in my business, right? So I do have an email list for selling my books. And that's a, that is, can for some people be, that's like their whole business plan. They sell books. But I just realized for me, that's a really more of a slow burn thing. So my emails are for selling my books. I talk about health, wellness, spirituality, you know, just kind of a broad swath that covers the topics that I personally like to write about, but that's not where my business owners and clients for ghostwriting are held. They don't sign up for my email list. They rarely read my books, right? That's more of a sort of one-on-one development, but I can say, oh, hey, tell me about what your business is. Tell me about what you're looking for your book to do. Hey, why don't you check out this book that I wrote? It kind of is a little aligned in this way. You know, I'll tell them why I'm thinking it. And, um, you know, that's obviously for me a really powerful tool, but it translates to anybody's business, right? If you write a book that's about what you do, and then you can say, oh, hey, you know, here, here's my book, check it out. Um, it can be both an income stream, again, depending on your, on your business model, if you're reaching a wide audience, a book is an amazing business, an income stream for your business, or even if you're focused on like a lot of coaching uh, coaches, they, they don't have a ton of client. I mean, maybe group programs, whatever. It depends on where you are in your business. But if you're only taking on, you know, five to 15 clients at a time, it's not a huge number. Imagine the power of meeting somebody, being able to give them a book and say, you know, hey, let me, oh, you know, you would really like this. And it's, it is the ultimate business card. So whether they read it and love it and then call you or whether they start it and realize they need more help, they still call you. Um, and also again, in the coaching world, cause I do have a lot of clients there, a journal, right? I mean, you can give such amazing impact in the format of a journal that really is moving the needle for a client. And then I also know I have client coaches who I write for who that's just, they give it to like their VIP clients, right? That's just part of their onboarding. They're like, Oh, here's your little welcome package. Now there's a book or a journal in there. That's all about what we're going to be doing together for the next three months or six months or year or whatever it is. So yeah, it's kind of just a glimpse of how I use it in marketing. Well, let me just sort of back up because there's sort of multiple phases. So this will be a good takeaway, but basically marketing hands down is guaranteed. You are the expert. If you have a book, that's how people see you. I've, I've known scientists who are like, you know, I've published in all of these high esteemed science journals and for, but then there have something like a nutrition supplement product for a general audience. General audience doesn't care. They're like, what journal? I don't even know what you're talking about. You write a book and suddenly like, Ooh, you wrote a book. It changes people's perception of you. And that's why it's such a powerful marketing tool. And then 
It can be an opt-in too. And then also, again, depending on the business model, it can be a product. It can be a recurring product. So with my other, you know, my personal content business in the back of every single one of my books, I have a list of all my other books, right? So it's also a consumable product. People are coming back for more. If you want to write people who write fiction, that, that's sort of the most amazing thing because you literally write a series <laughs> and then people get hooked and then they have to, you know, finish the next book. Uh, mine isn't quite that, it's more bounce around, but there is related these things. So I hope that kind of answered that there's, there's quite a few different ways that I use my books because I'm sort of wearing these two hats. And then I also see it with other people. And it's a thing I like to talk about with people and help my clients figure tweaking. How do you, how are you going to fit this in to your business model? How, you know, they usually have an idea. They know it's a lot of times it is in the marketing realm. That's why they're doing it. Um, But I can kind of help them come up even with other ideas of ways that they might be plugging that in especially for younger entrepreneurs, right? Like people new and established business owners, they know, they come, they're like, this is, we don't even talk about it. They're like, this is my book that I need. This is what it needs to be about. Boom, I write it. But for people newer in, I love to talk about that stuff too. It's like an added value that I can bring to clients. And I love that you talked about how it could be a traditional book, chapters, lots of words, et cetera. And it could also be more of a journal or a workbook. So, I mean, there's, just looking at that, there's different ways that I feel like most business owners could take this thing. And then I like that you mentioned, it could be like an onboarding gift. So for anybody who's working with clients, either in a one on one or a group setting, you could write a book that that prepares somebody to work with you, or, you know, gets them prepared to take that step with you. And then you gift them the book. Like, I love just that, that piece of how to fit it in. Um, and I hadn't even thought about, like, I love that you mentioned that you have written, you've written books just about things that you're interested in. Like they're not directly tied to your business as a, as a ghostwriter. They're just things that are of interest to you. So that's always an option too, just kind of as a fun potential income earner. I yeah. love that you broke all of And a lot of... <laughs> Well, and at the end of the day, why do you, why does your business need a book? And why do you probably want a book? Because you have a story. We all have a story. I mean, I really believe everybody has at least one book in them. And most people have way more than one. And so that's, that's personally valuable. And I don't get as many clients coming to me to just write their personal story. I have. And in a minute, we can get into sort of even like what a ghostwriter does, because that's my public service announcement is even explaining that um, because there's a lot of confusion. But, um, you know, a lot of the people who are really in it for sort of their personal reasons, they often write it themselves. And a lot of times they actually contact me as a ghostwriter because they don't know what a ghostwriter does and their book is actually finished. And I say, you don't need me. You need an editor or you need someone to guide you through the publishing process and I give them a referral, right? Because I, a ghostwriter is really specific. I know what I can offer. I know who, who, you know, if you need me, if you don't, if you're a match, if you're not, it's not, I don't take it personally. I'm not trying to convince everybody to hire a ghostwriter because it's usually pretty clear when the time is right and what conditions need to be met for that to make sense. Um, but yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, people have story, people have wisdom, people have expertise and they're, 
I love the beauty of a book of taking that and um, either putting it into, and I love that you put a workbook because yes, a guided journal is kind of my, my words for it, but sometimes that's not the brand appeal, right? So people are going to call it a workbook, but it's that, it's a way to take a, make a book and make it interactive to your goal. And then I also love that you brought in how you can kind of prep people to be your ideal client. So that I love for people who are writing there, um, like using a book as a, as an opt-in. So like a freebie ebook, or, um, even sometimes people do the freebie paperbacks where I'm like, if you're going to give your book away, you literally want to give a book that tells your ideal client, all the things that you want your ideal client to do right before they call you. (laughs) Right. And they maybe still haven't done it, right? They maybe still are going to have to be handheld through that process. But uh, like, I have a, a friend who's a CPA and I'm like, please hire me to write your book because this is what you need to do. And you can break it down quarterly and you literally tell the people that you want to hire you at tax time. This is what you need to do in this quarter, in this quarter, in this quarter, in this quarter, and then call me in January and I will do your taxes for you for the year that you did all those things. And we will have the best relationship ever. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't convinced her yet. So, (laughs) Well, before, so before we go, I want to talk about like how to actually plan for and, and write a book. Um, yes. But I also, and, and maybe I'm going to ask you a question um, that you can help guide the rest of the questioning, right? So I also want to know how a ghostwriter fits in. Do you think it would make sense to talk about ghostwriting now? Or would it make sense to talk about it after we talk about that planning process? Yeah, let me just, I can do the ghostwriter quick and then we can j- jump into the okay. process. So a ghostwriter literally writes your book for you, but they write your book, right? So I always talk about, because it gets, I think if you're not familiar with the way that it works, when I write my books, I write my ideas, I write my passions, I write my quirks and whatever. When I write your book, I write your ideas, your passion. I do a a lot of honing in, whether it's through a recorded interview, consuming other content. If a lot of online clients are actually great because they have other content I can listen to and hone your voice even, right? That's the skill that a writer brings to it. I'm not even writing it in my voice. I'm writing it in your voice. So if you know that you are going to hire a ghostwriter, just contact them before you even start. It is literally the best, most efficient way. You won't waste any of your time it's a more efficient, faster process for the ghostwriter so that the book will actually be done sooner by the right. You might think, oh, I have a half-written book. Shouldn't that even No, a half-written book is not efficient, right? You wasted that time pretty much because the ghostwriter is not really going to use it because, I mean, they will use parts of it. It's just way less efficient. So a ghostwriter writes it. And then there's a few other, a few other things that you need to know, which is Actually, can I just jump into sort of the process and I will go through all this sort of together? Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to start with basically there's three phases to writing a book. They're very simple. You will never forget them. There's pre-writing, there is writing, and there is (laughs) post-writing. Okay. (laughs) Those are the three phases and it's really simple and if you are going to hire a ghostwriter, you need to do all of the pre-writing yourself because the pre-writing is so it doesn't take any extra time it's the most important part of writing a book 
but it doesn't take any time because it's when you fill up your brain. And we fill up our brains all day long, right? We fill up our brains with like whatever dumb reruns that we're watching or like the silly, you know, novels that we're reading or whatever it is, or our skill and our expertise and our professional development and um, our wisdom. We're, we're all, that's why I say people all have at least one book, if not a dozen books in them, or, you know, maybe two or three at least, um, because our brains are full, you know, we have so much cool stuff to share with the world. So the pre-writing is just, you know, maybe thinking about, hey, this is what I really want to share with the world. This is, especially in a business sense, this is my brand. This is my service. This is my skill. That's coming up with, this is what I want to put into a book. And that's it. Like you can brainstorm on that. And maybe besides a few brainstorming sessions, you really don't need to do anything else because it's already in there. So then the time comes when you decide not you think to yourself, I want to write a book or I need a book for my business somewhere in that realm. That's when the actual process of writing begins. Do you, do you need to hire a ghostwriter or do you need to write it yourself? It's sort of a question of, do you have the skill as a writer and as a long form writer? Okay. Blog writers take note. You can write blogs all day long. It's a very different process than writing a book. And you might have that skill and you might not, you know, I'm not here to judge or say, but you have to be a skilled writer and you have to be able to write specifically books or you have to have the time to learn that skill <laughs> or the time to write a bunch of bad versions so that you can get them out of your system. And then you can go write the good one because it usually takes a few tries <laughs> if you've never done it before. And people can be very skilled writers and still not have that, the skill to put it into a book format. Lawyers, they're amazing writers, but they write legalese, right? So, you know, blog put bloggers, they write short form. So there's all these different ways you can be a skilled writer and you have to be very brutally honest with yourself. Does this translate into a skill of writing a book? You, know, you take the reader through an arc, whether it's fiction and it's an emotional arc or it's nonfiction, it's kind of an intellectual arc, you're moving through it. Um, so that's, that's the writing. And then, so do you have the time? Do you have the skill? Do you have the budget, right? It's just, it's a big project and it's, you know, not like a few pennies to hire someone to take on a whole project. It's, it's a big bandwidth. It takes a lot of bandwidth to write a book. So those are really kind of the three simple questions. Do you have the time? Do you have the skill or the time to learn the skill? And do you, do you have the budget? Um, and so typically people early in their business, they might have the time. And then that makes sense. Like write it yourself. Or some people just really, this is their promise to themselves. They want to be the one on the keyboard. But I don't, I, I always urge people, don't get caught up in that idea. It's not fake if you hire someone to write it. I really consider myself for my clients, I'm more like a translator, you know, because you have the ideas, you've written whatever, you've written blogs or you've done a podcast or you've taught seminars or you've run a course. Like the ideas and the genius are all yours. And I'm translating that into a specific format, which is a book, because a book has a certain perceived value. And I'm not trying to change it or like put my information into it. It's yours. So then the writing. So if you are going to write it yourself, that's totally legit. You need to start with um, outlining, you know, of some sort. Mapping can be an alternative, but some way to get the ideas going. The actual process, of course, of writing, which is, is time consuming. You don't forget, like you literally have to have your fingers on a keyboard for a lot of hours to write a book. And then um, 
yeah, then you, and then there's uh, taking yours. It's, and it can be an organic process or it can be a really linear process. Each writer is a little different, um, but some kind of map or outline and then the time and the skill to put it down on paper. That's the writing process. And it, like I said, it is outsourceable. Um, you know, whether you call me a translator, a scribe, a ghostwriter, it doesn't really matter, uh, but it's taking the other person's brilliance and value to their clients in a business sense and putting it into a specific format. And then, you know, people get hung up on the writing, but let me tell you, the post writing is a whole phase of its own. <laughs> and so that is um, editing. Don't do this without an editor, please. Like, I don't care what kind of amazing writer that you are. I, I always hire an editor, always, because you need someone else. Um, you have to revise based on what you're, you know, there's multiple phases of editing. There's sort of the big picture and then polishing and then buffing, whatever you want to call it. Proofreading is kind of the final phase of editing. Then you have to, if you're self-publishing, which uh, most of my clients do and most, you know, business owners are doing that these days, you have to format it. You have to have a cover design <laughs> you have to, you know, format it to specific to your publication platform, whether it's Amazon, KDP, Barnes and Noble, um, Ingram Spark, whatever it is. If you're doing it yourself, please plan to outsource. If you're going to do the writing yourself, fine. You can't outsource it. You're going to have to outsource some part of it. You can't do it all yourself. It will be obvious if it's the formatting, the graphic design, whatever it is. So just know you do need to put some budget in there for some of those tasks. So yeah, so just to kind of reiterate, the pre-writing is like all of your brilliance in your brain is happening and filling it up. The writing is fingers on the keyboard and the post-writing is a variety of kind of somewhat technical skills that everyone should plan to at least outsource some of them. <laughs> that's the summary. <laughs> no, and that's, so one of the things as I was listening is I feel like, I mean, it's an invest, this is an investment in your business, right? Because people do look at you differently when you, when you say you have a book, a published book, a physical book, you know, you've got that, that level of esteem. And I think at first, my thought is that, that maybe that's misplaced, right? At first, bear with me, that maybe that's misplaced because anybody can write a book, but then hearing you talk about it, like anybody could write a book, maybe, but like not going through all that <laughs> steps, I feel like it, it warrants a little, it warrants the esteem that you get as a published author because it's not like you just wrote 10 blog posts and called it an ebook. Like this is actually, like there's multiple steps. It does require some motivation, some consistency, some sweat and tears to get through it. And then you, you're earning that, that clout. You know, I, I feel like hearing you go through the steps, if this, I hope it makes sense. I hope it's translating well from my brain out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it, you can feel the investment that goes into it and how that warrants the esteem that authors do get. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, there's a lot of people with books out there these days and that's fine, but I mean, there's a lot of people with podcasts too, right? It doesn't mean that everyone's going to write a podcast. You know, a podcast is work. Yeah. It's real work. All of this stuff is real work, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's just sort of like the book is the classiest 
you know, mm-hmm. it's classic, right? I mean, it's just, it's classic. And even if you outsource all of the writing and all of the post writing, which by the way, that is what I do for my clients. It's still really worth having because it's a format that everybody is familiar with. It's a format that you can do at your own pace. You know, you can read it in a weekend. You can read it in a year. I mean, there's just, there's so, I mean, I guess I'm totally biased because I love books, (laughs) Um, but there is really something to be, to be said to me, you know, for just the way that you can put a certain amount of wisdom and skill and value. I mean, really, because we're in the business and this, this is really right. something that is valuable. It brings, and this is one of the reasons why I love books. Okay. You can literally go on the online, even to the library, you can do it for free, but you can go online. You can spend 15 to $30 and you can literally buy the world experts advice on any subject that you want. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So why wouldn't you want to give that to your clients? Because not all your clients are going to hire you for one-on-one services or, you know, high-end services. So it also just says the act of kind of impacting the world. Think of how many more people that you can give your gift to with a book, right? That was one of the reasons why I started writing my own books, because I was like, I just feel like I have so much to share and this is a way that people can get it. I mean, my, a lot of my journals, they're priced at like, okay, I honestly can't remember because sometimes I change them. But I think they're $10.99. So I'm like, this is literally like $11. And I know, so I worked as a health coach for many years. So I trained as a writer. I, I studied biology. Then I studied writing. Then I actually worked in science education and those two come together quite well in there. And then I worked as a health coach and it was in the health coaching world where I was like, you know, not everyone can hire a health coach and I want to help more people. And that is where, you know, plus business mind, I'm like, oh, this could also be a really good marketing tool. That's where I started making these books and just started with health coaching. And then I had so much traction just from the writing that that's when I left health coaching, but I keep just doing it because it's a passion. So I'd still write the books on sort of health, wellness, spirituality, all that stuff, but kind of left that as a service behind and switched to this skill of writing that I've always had. And that was then my new service, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm like 10, I can basically do. So a lot of the, my journals are based on like a 20, 21 day pro. This was a 21 day program that I had. And I was like, I can put that into a, like a book format and they get it for $11 versus paying however much to sort of have me hold their hand through it. So, I mean, I totally believe in the power of all the books that I've written. I'm like, these are filled with amazing things and you can get this totally amazing value for like $10. Now, so I know we talked a little bit about self-publishing. I'd love if you could just shine some light for, especially for if people aren't aware, you've got this idea, you've typed it out. How does that turn into that physical thing that you hold in your hat? Like, how do you actually get it printed and turned into a book? Yep. And what does that process look like? Yeah, good question. So that's all part of the post writing. So there's sort of the post writing, which is the back and forth cleaning up the manuscript, right? So there's the ma- the post writing of the manuscript, but then even once the manuscript is done, um, th- so this is where whether for my books or my clients, I do work with a team, right? I don't try to do all this by myself. So I have someone who formats the books for me, right? So depending where you're going to sell, so you have to choose a platform. I mostly use Amazon, which is um, 
their publishing platform is called KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. I actually pretty much exclusively use that because they've just made it so easy. Um, you use your Amazon account. <laughs> you just log into a different page. User. So it's very, the, the, the hurdle of the mental hurdle of that's very low, but I am familiar to some extent with some of the other platforms and I understand some of the pros and cons and they're roughly the same, except some of the things I'm about to tell you are generally a little more tedious with other platforms. So you format, I pay someone to do that on my team. You upload it to Amazon. They check it. So it's like, I'm sure most of this is AI. It's done on the computer, but, I, but they also have a team. So if things get flagged where the computer can't feed, they measure the margins so that nothing is cut off when it's printed. They measure the, um, you know, the inside of the folio where the pages come together. Again, you don't want that, the ink disappearing into the crack. Um, all different things like that. They look at the you know, resolution of any images that you have on. They, they measure a bunch of that. Then they have a team. So if there's anything that the computer is not sure about, there's a team that looks at it. And then um, typically, if it's formatted correctly, it just gets approved within 24 hours or something. And then you can literally put your books. To, you fill out a form where it's like price. I want this distributed, you know, US only, worldwide, whatever. You have to put in some tax information. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. And they you hit publish and the world and then it's there now, you know, selling it whole other thing. you got to like promote it and all that stuff, but to add, Oh, and you have to have the cover designed again, formatted appropriately. And that again, it's just an upload. So uh, I, of course I have a graphic designer. This is not my skill set. Like I can talk about ideas all day long and I love my graphic designer. Cause she, I put in words and then she understands and puts in pretty picture. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I want this, and I want that, and that. I so she, she makes it real. So um, <laughs> not everyone knows what I'm talking about when I talk, but she does. She gets me. We have a wonderful relationship. So she designs the you know front and back of the cover. Ebooks are formatted a little differently. So of course, the, I just have my same team. They do both ebook and um, and paperback. But again, it's literally all just upload and format. So the the different the different platforms will have different criteria. So if you want to be a cross platform, sometimes you'll have to format multiple times. Um, and you can learn all these skills. You know, this isn't an impossible skill to learn. Again, always asking yourself, is this how I should spend all my time? Should I spend my time to learn this skill that I'm going to use like five hours every, you know, one time in my life, if I'm only going to write one book or for me, even five hours every three months, if I'm finishing a book in a three month period, no, I shouldn't spend the next six months perfecting a skill that I'm literally going to use five hours once every three months. It doesn't make sense. I'll pay somebody to do that. When it comes um, yeah, to so that, I, I hope... all the time, there's, we have two currencies. We have time and we have money. So it's figuring yep. out what you want to spend. And as a busy parent, it's typically not time because we want to reserve our yep. time for our families. So it's coming up with, and I'll tell you, I mean, I know we're not going in too deep into my children's book, but I did everything myself. And I did that knowing it was going to take a while. And it took me probably about a year and a half before I got it done. And it's just because that's how I chose to do it. Taking it because I knew it wasn't going to be a big income thing. It was more of a personal goal. Um, Yeah, it's a passion project. That that makes sense. But I published on two different platforms because I got my hardcover book from one place and my paperback book from the other. 
and it was a nightmare, <laughs> a nightmare <laughs> yeah. to do alone. So I definitely, I mean, I definitely, and I had people to, to call on for help, but I definitely think um, having a trusted ghostwriter, a, a team that you can leverage in the way that makes sense for you um, is invaluable. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I always tell people if you do hire a ghostwriter, because, because the pre-writing isn't adding any time in your life, right? It's what you're already doing. If you hire a ghostwriter, it's going to be a 10th of the time or less than what it would take you to write it yourself, you know, and usually probably less, but I mean, it will be maximum 10% of the time that it would otherwise take. And I mean, a lot of times I can pandemics aside, (laughs) that slowed me down a little bit. I can usually finish a book in like three to four months for a client. Right. And I mean, three to four months versus a year and a half. Right. So. And I just wanted to um, shed my own little perspective on that, you know? Well, I love it. Yeah. And, and so there are limitations even to Amazon. So again, these are like little details that you can get into. And I'm, I always talk to people. So anyone who thinks like, maybe this is for me or maybe not, I'll hop on the phone. You do like 20, 30 minutes. We can talk about it. And again, it doesn't hurt my feelings. If this isn't right for you, I'm happy to share my knowledge. You can't do, you can't do hardbacks on Amazon, Mm -hmm. right? So if you have your heart set on a hardback, Amazon's not the place. It's really difficult to get to publish on Amazon and get into a bookstore. So if you have your heart seeing your book in a bookstore, it's not impossible, but it's Bookstores don't want to deal with Amazon, right? I mean, it's probably a little bit of bitterness. And it's also just structurally the way that Amazon distributes books, the way that versus the way that bookstores um, typically have books distributed. It's it's set up totally differently. So if your heart's set on a bookstore, don't publish on Amazon, right? Like these are things because I have been in and out of the writing industry for like since 2005. So I just know, I know many authors published many different ways self-published many platforms, published through variety of sizes of publishing houses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like these are just details that we don't necessarily need to get into right now because they're not necessarily relevant, but it is hard. Like it's helpful to have someone to hold your hand through that process. And also, like I said, I publish for my, for my writing clients. I will write for them and publish for them. But when people come to me and they only need help publishing, I have colleagues that I refer to because, um, you know, it's not where my passion is that my passion's in the writing. So I don't want to fill my plate with managing the publication process. I do that as again, an add on service so that I can be a one-stop shop for my writing clients. But then sometimes I refer out same with editing, right? I I like editing, but it's not my passion. My passion is the writing. So I, I hire an editor. Like even I hire an editor for my books and my client books, always an editor. So if someone comes to me, I, I have referrals I can give to me. Like, oh, your book's actually written. It's not a ghostwriter that you need. You need an editor. Right. Um, and, and I feel like you, that's its own valuable lesson. And just as a business owner, yes. knowing what your lane is, knowing what your zone is. And we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. You can be good at a million things. You know, you can be good at a million things. But you have that thing that you're passionate about. And hopefully that's what you're doing for your business. And so even though you're good at those other things, do what brings you the most joy. And I like that you said, like, you'll still do those other things for your clients who, who fill your joy bucket because you're providing them that, those extra services to, to make their experience. Extra exactly. Special. 
but you're not going to waste your time. And I'm saying doing an air quotes um, with editing because that's not where your heart is. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get, cause then you get burned out and, and it's like not even entirely true, right? I have sort of a legacy client who I've worked for, for many years. Like I still edit for her. Cause that's what I've always done for her, <laughs> but I'm not bringing on new, cause I know if I bring on all of that, then my schedule is full and I can't actually do the writing, which I'm good at and which I love to do. So, you know, it's all about the balance. <laughs> yeah. Well, share with our viewers, with our listeners, where can people connect with you, learn more about you, find out if you are the perfect set for maybe their ghostwriting needs or, or whatever the case may be. Yes, I'm a, I'm a very simple woman. <laughs> you can go to my website. It is AllegraLowenstein.com. A-L-E-G-R-A-L-O-E-W-E-N-S-T-E-I-N.com. There's a lot of vowels in my name, so I have to slow down when I say it. And you can contact me on there. You can actually email me directly. And um, if you want to set up a time, to, if you're thinking to yourself, gosh, you know, maybe a ghostwriter is right for me and my business, you can just request a t- you know, email me. Just, just goes to my email inbox. And um, you can just request to get in touch and, um, you know, we can, we can set up a time to chat. And you can, of course, see about my business. I talk about a little more of my story. You can find my books there, too, if you know that you don't need a ghostwriter. But you're like, ooh, her books sound so interesting. You can go on my website and buy all my books, too. <laughs> I love um, that. It's a one-stop shop. <laughs> well, I'll put the link in the show notes, too, just in case anybody was trying to write down all those letters. I know it's tough with a longer name, but I'll put that link in the show notes (laughs) so people can easily get over there to find you. I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us today and to talk all about self-publishing. I know there are a lot of moving pieces and I feel like you gave us a a really great overview of what that process looks like for writing a book, how a ghostwriter and or other team members may fit into the process. Um, and all those moving pieces, because you do need to think about all of them. You don't just want to write any old book. You want to write a good book so that when people get it and read exactly. it, they're not like, eh. you know, like you want to leave them with a, with a punch. So thank you exactly. so much for all those tips and tricks. <laughs> it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's it for this episode of Family Panor. You'll find all the links mentioned and the show notes at megbrunson.com slash podcast. Until next time, I'll see you over in the Family Preneur community. Bye for now.